Welcome back, everyone, to Nintendo Dispatch Bonus Round. Bonus Round. Bonus Round. This is your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo, and specifically today, the Nintendo Direct. I'm over here. I'm James Montemontemagno. And I am Michael. I don't have a nickname, Rivet. All right. I thought you were going to go with something crafty, McCrafterson, Rivet, or something like that. Well, I don't, I, I, I think in the past, because we haven't done a ton of bonus rounds, and I think in the past, I usually don't, I either carry over my nickname from the, the previous recording, or I just don't give myself one. So I guess in this case, we're just not going to have a nickname. No nickname today. Well, Michael, direct to you, Rivet, is coming in with a Nintendo Direct recap. So the Nintendo Direct just happened uh, yesterday, the 13th. We're recording this on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, good sir. Oh, I thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Yeah, I'm just going to, we're going to make dinner and not celebrate it. Really, Heather's making dessert and I'm making dinner and that's Valentine's Day because it's a silly holiday. Yeah, I agree. I'm right there with you. Then I'm going to play some Tetris 99. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) What did you just think of this Nintendo Direct, uh, Michael? Overall, I actually really was happy with what I was seeing at this one. Um, The the couple in the past have been very Smash-focused, so it was kind of hard to get excited about those. Aside from the indies, obviously, I I do like the indies, but this one felt different. It actually went into some stuff. There were some surprises, which were nice. We don't usually get that. You know, the past couple, like I said, were Smash-focused. That's what it was all about, and we had already seen that at great length, what we were getting. So... I was really kind of happy. There's a few that were huge standouts for me that got me very excited. And then there was just some stuff where I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know about this, but I'm interested. I I need to see a little bit more. Yeah, I agree with you. It was really nice because they they said that this direct was going to be a highlight of Fire Emblem. And I was really happy that they didn't Mm -hmm. go. They almost went too deep. Almost. It's just a little bit. But then they really kind of they broke it out to everything else. And I like that they put it in the middle too. So it made me want to stay until the end. Mm-hmm. And I was actually pleasantly surprised. Cause I did think that there's, I know this was supposed to be like 30 some minutes. And I, I think I was expecting 25 of it to be one game, you know, because of the stuff we've been seeing with smash. I was like, if they called it out in the notes, this was going to be the brunt of it. This is what we were going to be hearing about. And I was not happy if that was all we were going to get, especially because it had been what, two, three months since we've gotten with our last ones and with any real content. So I, I was really, really surprised and happy. Yeah, I was super happy uh, um, with it in general. And they came out of the gate swinging uh, with some Super Mario Maker DOS coming out in June already, literally four months away. It's just out of nowhere. Here's a new Super Mario Maker. Yeah, this was a great surprise because we were expecting a a port of the, the first one. That was what people were talking about initially. Like, oh, we'll get Super Mario Maker. Maybe they'll be announcing that. I can't believe we got one that's now you know, the sequel and it's coming so soon. I'm I'm kind of, I didn't, I don't, I never played the first one. So I don't know if this is something I'm super excited about, but I love the fact that they dropped this bomb and it's on its way. It's, it's almost, it's very close. It's not two years out. Yeah. I thought that was the right way to do it. It's like, Hey, here it is. Boom. You're going to go. Now I'm not a super Mario maker person. I think it's a great idea. Great concept. Uh, I just, I didn't really play the first. I'm not a creator. I'm not a builder like you, Michael, but I think this is right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, I think this could be interesting. There's there's a lot of games, though, and it, it with with the building mechanic coming out that I'm interested in. So I 
I don't know. I I hope maybe there's a demo so I can kind of see how it how you it plays on the Switch, you know, because I do think much like um this the city skylines and things like that where it is still a concern of mine that maybe it just doesn't play it's not the best way of playing those games but we'll see i mean the switch has a touchscreen so who knows how hard it would be to use yeah that's a good point i'm not sure a hundred percent exactly how it will play i'm very very interested because yeah how does it work like on a screen just in general and you know so we'll see how that goes i'm not 120 percent sure but you know, we'll see at the end yeah. of the day and see how it goes. Uh, but then, you know, it, then it just went into it. It was it was the headlines. We got tons of new games. Um, what were you excited for out of this thing? The biggest one. Do you want to jump right to the biggest game that I'm excited for? Uh, it was it was the last announcement of the entire direct. So for me, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening Remastered is it looked adorable it looked wonderful it was a total shock i have been seeing after the fact i've been seeing a lot of comparisons frame for frame like shots of what it was when it came out originally in the 93 like game boy version of it and then what they did and it was just kind of like oh man this is an amazing um remake of it you know it was almost exactly the same intro video and just so well done and i'm really really excited to play this because I've never played that original one. I've heard it's an amazing game. So I'm really, really excited. That's coming in 2019. So if anybody didn't see it, it's a remake of the 1993 Game Boy Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which again, it's supposed to be fantastic. Yeah, I was really uh, interested on this one. I thought that it would be cool if they start to take some of the older games uh, and start to remix it. So, for instance, maybe Seasons and Oracles. I thought that would be cool because those were Game Boy Color games that I didn't really have to uh, an opportunity to play. Or Minish Cap, for instance, would be a good one. Some of these games that were sort of trapped in the 2D era sort of transform them into still the tried and classic 2D adventure, but remix it for modern day. And I think this is a good like wait until we get whatever the next in the line of Zelda happens to be, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm super excited. What, how about you? Now, what was your what was your standout? Was it this? Was it something else? I mean, was it not Smash Bros. 3.0 coming this spring with no information? <laughs> what a what a silly. Why even mention it? I know that they feel the obligation to bring up Smash Brothers in every single thing they do at this point. But you had no information, no nothing to offer in this direct. Why just leave it out? Just why did you have to mention it? I don't know. I mean, I know that they talked about Joker coming in April, which was cool. I mean, we just got 2.0 or whatever. So I don't know what else is coming, I guess. I don't quite understand it, but that seems fine. No, I thought there was tons of great little bits and pieces in here. So one, I was super excited uh, for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night because I was a Kickstarter of that. I played the other one that came out. Um, I forget what it's called now, but it was really good. It was a 2D version of it. Super crazy good 8-bit version. I'm going to get that because I already have it. So really excited just to I I, as a Kickstarter backer, I don't read the emails. So I actually got the update of the game via this Nintendo Direct, even though I'm like an insider spent like one hundred dollars on all the things being in the credits or whatever, you know, (laughs) stupid James. Uh, I I also thought as a high level theme to what was really intriguing, this seemed like the direct of JRPGs, just like so many JRPGs coming. Right. You had um 
I mean, updates that are not really JRPG, but like Rune Factory for Onaki, uh, Fire Emblem, which is kind of JRPG-ish. I know people are going to be like, oh, that's not it, right? Um, you have the Dragon Quest XI-S, Dragon Quest Builders, not really JRPG, but, you know, in this vein of this theme around it, right? Sure. Um, and then what were the other ones? Uh, 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 Astral Chain, which is maybe a shooter, maybe not. I don't know. Platinum Games <laughs> is working on that. Whatever it is, I want it because it's Platinum Games. Final Fantasy VII, Chocobo Mystery, Final Fantasy IX. Um, what else was there? There's... Yeah, a bunch of other stuff that was kind of thrown in there as far as just kind of this theme of JRPGs that were sort of happening in mm-hmm. the world of of the Switch this year. And I thought that was really cool because some of those games we haven't gotten a Dragon Quest really at all on a Nintendo system for a long time. We've gotten some little spinoffs and maybe some on the 3DS, but haven't seen that on the Wii or the Wii U, obviously. So I thought that was really cool. So I like that. There was just a lot of different things in here. Mm-hmm. It wasn't all one thing. I thought I thought it was starting to be a little bit heavy on the JRPGs, but then they started just breaking down other stuff. So, but I will say, besides that theme, my number one thing. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Tetris ninety nine. Meh. <laughs> took Tetris and they made a battle royale game out. You get dropped in. <laughs> Your tre- Tetri gets dropped in to a battle royale in tetris now akira who's the developer of this i looked it up they've they've made a lot of games in the past on nintendo systems they made previous tetris entries nintendo somehow they had the they actually nintendo has the best version of tetris ever created on the ds because it was all nintendo themed very awesome really cool modes they did a great job this game it looks like someone made it really really fast I mean, the menus are kind of janky, the settings or whatever, but it's free <laughs> and um, it works. It's free with Switch Online and mm-hmm. it works like it totally is a great online game. Like you're battling. There's some mechanics I don't know yet, but I was hooked. Like I tweeted last night. I go, I can't stop playing Tetris 99. I love this. I love Tetris. Michael, I love it. You get Fortnite supply drop. Tetris 99 supply drop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how many supply drops you'll need to do for Tetris 99. But I I will say that, yeah, that, that was all of the supply drops in one. I will say that I did play it. I mean, it's free, like you said. That There's no reason not to download. So assuming you have online, which whatever. Um, there's no reason not to play it. I think there's a ton of potential. I do think that it's a little weird that I, you know, I was watching, I was like going on Twitter and see what people are thinking of it. And I think I'm about a level eight or nine now. I don't know. I don't even know how you level up. I don't know where the points come from or anything like that. But what they, what the, if, it, if you haven't played it yet, you're essentially, your screen is the center. That's what you're playing as. And then all around you are 98 other little Tetris games going on. And then you have with your right joystick, you can control uh random okay or KO badges and attackers. And essentially that's how you choose who you go after. And it took me a couple of times to figure any of this out because there is no directions. It doesn't tell you anything. And all of a sudden you're just getting destroyed. You don't know why. So if you say random. As you're placing your blocks, you get complete rows. Your attack goes to somebody, right? And what that attack is, is you're causing them to now stack rows against them. Uh, and it'll they have to quick make a match. Otherwise, they get all these rows added to their, their game. 
KO, I don't know. I guess it's somebody that's close and you're finishing them off. That's my guess. I have no idea. Attackers is if somebody's literally hitting you, they have you picked. And wait, the way you know this is all of those little games, this person's game will have a line that goes to your game. So you'll know I'm getting attacked by one person. I'm being attacked by nobody. I'm being attacked by six, which is what happened to me a couple of times where I'm just like, my game's over. I, there's nothing I can do. So if you say attackers, whoever's attacking you, you are now attacking them in return. Um, and then random obviously is random. Badges, you earn badges, I guess, by completing rows quickly. Then you get a badge. And then if you if you have badges, those people that, are mad at you for having badges start attacking you, I guess. I don't know. I, I think it's a ton of fun, but I do think that there's a lot of chance in there. Like if somebody you have to, if, if you have the right combinations of everybody has like random selected, there's a chance you don't ever get fought until like the end where nobody's attacking you. And then I've had it where I've been in like the 97th position and had six people going at me where it's just kind of like, Oh, there's not a whole lot I could do to this. It's a super fun idea. I think we're going to see it last for a little while. People are loving it right now. I think it needs some refinement and then it would be, it could be another level because nobody's thought of playing Tetris that way. Like a competitive game of Tetris, like who would, uh, it's awesome. It's, it's a lot of fun. It's just a little janky in that area. Yeah. I think there's ways to go. I I really enjoyed the concept of it and that <laughs> it's a free Tetris game. That's probably the biggest thing thing to me is that i love tetris and um it's it doesn't have all the modes it's one this one mode this is the entire game it's one mode and that's it so you can't play it any other way or offline (laughs) yeah i saw somebody they were like can i do an offline version of this no that's not how tetris battle royale works that's not how any battle royale works there is no offline um i will say i've played it both handheld and with the pro controller the the pro controller, it's a little too, too touchy because I do the quick drop. And with the D-pad, you'll be doing a directional. I think you can see this, but you'll do a directional. It hits your down and it's so sensitive. I've dropped it many times, not intentionally, and it's just screwed up my whole game. So in this case, it's almost, dare I say, better with the Joy-Cons because it's a distinct button. And you don't make as many screw ups with it. Oh, so when you drop on the Joy-Con I'm in handheld mode, I hit X to drop it down. You hit X to drop it to quick drop. On mine, you can map it. You can change all of your controls. I thought I didn't think you could. I thought you only had two options. It was like it basically changed the Joy-Con. That was the only thing I saw. Maybe I don't know. I need to go back into it. This will be an update for our next actual nintendo dispatch i guess so we'll report back but i've just been i guess it is further away i haven't played it too much so i'm gonna take a look at that and yeah you'll have to check that out because i will notice that on the pro controller i'm doing a lot of missed drops because it's hitting i'm doing left and it's reading it enough of an up where it drops it and it's out of position gotcha gotcha i'll have to take a look at that yeah Hmm. One interesting thing that I'll talk about, too. So uh, there are some cute things that I thought, which was really cool. So Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, which is a game that came out a while ago that got some extra levels. Really cool to see it get a free update uh, with brand new multiplayer mode. I might now pick this up because I think it's a game that Heather and I could play together as Toad and Toadette exploring together. 
Uh, and it's on sale right now. I think you can get the whole thing for 50 bucks, the DLC mm-hmm. special episode thing. Uh, I saw that pop up. So it's actually a new entry in the new releases. That was clever of them. It's probably something they should have included in in day one, and then it would have really added the value. But I'm happy it's there now. I mean, that's that's the game's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. I just hope it's a little more challenging. That's all. Yeah. So uh, I I played the demo of it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I think I need to get further. And I have heard from our listeners that it does get more tricky as it goes on. Oh, so great. Uh, I think it would just be a fun one because it's low, kind of just hanging out you know other and i like it's hard for us to play games together she's not super into games but i think something like this might be fun i mean she'll play just dance and she likes just dance but i don't think she's super into it i think we need something collaborative where we're doing stuff together like snipper clips we had a lot of fun with because you can't really die you just come back really quick and it's collaborative together Mm -hmm. no i think that's an awesome awesome idea and and it's cute you know it's it would be a good like date night puzzle game i think so where do you want to hop to next over here? Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I'll go down quickly and then we can call some stuff out because a lot of these I did put a little check next to because if maybe not a must have, but there's interest there for me. As you already talked about, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, I think looked really good. I like the main character. I like the art style. I, that's the first I've seen of it. I really haven't kept my finger on the pulse for that game. So I'm really excited for that. I think it looks really, really interesting. Um this this direct made me kind of want it. Dragon Quest Builders two. I played the demo for Dragon Quest Builders one, and I really enjoy it, especially if you're into that world. I'm not excited for Dragon Quest Builders two just because I haven't played the original. I am excited because I'm hoping it drops the price, and then I will buy it at like a, a reduced rate. Uh, Dragon Quest eleven uh, S. Awesome. That's that's fantastic. Like you said, though, there's a lot of these games. And as much as I said that this looks great, it also looks like there's a lot to it. And I just don't know if I have the time to to dedicate to a game of that size. You know, we'd have to get a dry spell in, in the lineup for me to be able to like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to buy that and put some real quality time into it. Uh, a couple others that I thought were maybe we will, I'll talk about it in a little bit, but Yoshi's crafted world seeing this, I've been following it for a while. It looks great. And now we have a demo for that fire emblem, three houses. I, I honestly can't tell if I want this or not. I don't even know. Like I watch it and, and part of me is like, wow, this looks like it's going to be so good. And then part of me is like, no, it's not going to be good at all. And the UI looks so dated, but some of the gameplay footage looks nice. And I can't really figure out how I feel about it. Um, another one that I'm not personally into as a game, but I think you and I would have a ton of fun with for our stream is Dead by Daylight. I think that could be an awesome like Halloween October game for us to stream for people because I could just see that being hilarious. Whereas maybe you and I are, one of us is the killer and you and some of our listeners are running around and I'm trying to take you guys out and we stream that. That could be, that could be a ton of fun. Hellblade, I'm really excited about. I've been following that game for a while and I've been watching it on other platforms and thinking, oh, I need to play this. And now that it's coming out on the Switch, where I had no idea it was coming out on the Switch. Uh, it'll be out in spring. I, I, that's where I'm going to pick it up. I really want it. You know what was nice about this Direct is almost every single thing that we saw is between now and like July time frame. Nothing is past July. I mean, there's some things that are 2019 or fall, but most of the things are relatively soon 
uh, in general. So summer or April or March even. Uh, mm-hmm. I was really happy to see EA bring Unravel over, which is a super cute um, platformer. Plays little yarn characters together multiplayer that was originally like a exclusive for like PlayStation 4 must have been timed exclusive. And mm-hmm. I remember last year at E3, we saw that and I was like, why isn't this game on the Switch? And like, on the Switch. like nothing, right? So it's nice to see all these games that we had heard about come out, but more than anything, Demo, 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 yes. demo are available today, right? So Delta Ruin, Delta Rune, which is like a really crazy 8-bit type of game, is getting a free chapter on the 28th. D- Damon X Machina. Every time. It's, a, it's I don't know why it's so hard for us both to say that one. <laughs> and they even said it to the game director came on and he was just, he was like, Damon X Machina. And I was like, I, I still said it wrong. <laughs> Demo available. I downloaded it. We should be able to talk about it this on uh, the next podcast. Tetris 99 available immediately. And then uh, Yoshi's uh, Crafted World and uh, Demo was available and uh, that was just nice to see just in general. I was like, wow, this is really cool. From this Nintendo Direct, I have things that I can either buy or play right now. And I thought yeah. that was huge just in general. Uh, I and mean, if you have games too, they're getting updated. I mean, I want to jump back to these demos, but honestly, my biggest surprise was Starlink, which has been slashed in price 5 billion times, is getting what I might say is like some of the coolest DLC ever for a non-Nintendo game. Uh Starlink, which is I had to return because I didn't get the game, if you remember. <laughs> Whoops. I can't buy this DLC. So the entire Star Fox team, Peppy, Falco, Slippy, have these new exclusive missions against all the Star Fox baddies, basically. Like, just make a Star Fox game. Like, call it Star Fox, uh, battle for Star Fox. Yeah, that's exactly my take on it, where I feel like they wanted to make a Star Fox game. They didn't have that ability. So they're just now... The only interest is Star Fox. That's why people, if anybody's buying the game, right? And I feel like now they're like, they're, they're we're going to do more Star Fox in this. We're going to just pile Star Fox on here, guys. There's so much Star Fox now. Nobody wants the game, though. That It's just like, just make a Star Fox game. That's what people wanted. I, I can appreciate that they're working so hard to sell this thing. I understand that it's not a bad game from what I've heard. It's just, it's not what people want. And now you're really forcing this Star Fox, like what was just sort of a, a feature. Now it's becoming the main focus of this game almost. Everything you hear is Star Fox, Star Fox, Star Fox. I, I don't even know what the game is about still. You know, all I hear is Star Fox. I just wish they'd come out with the Star Fox game. That's what people want. E3, make it happen, I say. That, that's all that I want. It, it's funny you mentioned that, though, because I'm also wondering, because of these dates is so close to E3 time that maybe that they're like, we're going to just drop bombs on you for E3 of stuff you didn't even know about. We wanted all this out of the way because we're going to have some craziness for you at E3. I'm hoping. That's what it has to be because all these games are out already. So they have to release something. I mean, they did. So what didn't they talk about? Animal Crossing didn't talk about it. Um, Metroid. A Prime Collection trilogy did not talk about it. What else have they announced that? I I think there's going to be a lot of stuff we we don't even know about. I think there's going to be some stuff we have no idea is even coming out. I I was kind of surprised that we didn't see a Pikmin. That could be E3, I guess. I know people are really itching for that. Um, I don't know. I I can't think of any other series that maybe people really, really want. 
I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see as it goes. So, all right, let's get into it. You sat down. You got to play Yoshi hands-on. What do you think? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I will say the demo probably sold me on it more than anything else. Uh, It's a little, it it borders on that risk of being sort of Kirby where we had the issue where it's just like, is this even a game? Is it just me walking around? It's very simple. It's, it's adorable though. Like based on the looks and the atmosphere that they've created with it, I absolutely love everything about it. Walking around, it was so hard to focus on what I was trying to, whatever the task was, because it was so beautiful that I kept looking around to see Oh, what's that? What's behind there? Oh, uh, like you throw an egg and it knocks this cardboard stand off and it goes whipping off into the distance. And there's this beautiful depth of field and it's just wonderful. It's beautiful game to play. I wish I got another level only because I want to see the difficulty ramped up a little bit. I want to see if the puzzle challenge or what, whatever is there. I want to see if there's a little bit more, but overall the demo really makes me want this game. Wow. I, I know that um, Wooly World and the other game, you know, the, the games in the series, those are all wool themed. This is craft themed. So, I mean, visually, does it benefit from this art style? I mean, compared to doing like a 3D rendered Yoshi type of game? like I just think it's super unique. I don't really, I've never played any other Yoshi game. So for me, it's not this could have been the only style I, I didn't know, but I will say it's just very unique to what is out there. And it, and it kind of sets it aside from a lot of Mario games. You know, it always seemed to me, at least my experience with Yoshi is he was sort of a sidekick to Mario. And it was kind of, that was just a filler for those games where this feels drastically different. It feels very much its own unique thing. Um, and whether it's yarn or crafts or whatever the material is, it does give it a, a, a different feel than any of the other games that I've played in the past. So I will say I, I, I just really, it was charming, you know, it was a real charming game and it kind of sweet. So I, I think that's different than a lot of the stuff you normally I think that Kirby also did that with the epic yarn and then Yoshi Woolly. Like, well, these make a lot of sense in these vein because I think you kind of hit the nail on the head, which is it really distinguishes it from Super Mario Odyssey or Smash Brothers or other things and gives it a really unique identity Mm -hmm. compared to being like yet another 3D rendered game. And it really enables these this type of game to really stand out where I almost just want to buy it just for the graphics alone. Yeah. It's almost like you want to just support this game because it is so to feel so different, it, 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 you know, and I'm, I'm not somebody that tends to do that. I don't believe that you should buy something just out of support, but this one feels special to me for some reason. I, I can't figure out why. I just I just want to make sure that it's more of a game as opposed to just it's built around this idea of being cute and has a sort of flipping dynamic. Is there a challenge there? Because during the demo, I never felt challenged. And I and I wasn't even playing on an easy mode because in the very beginning, they do give you two modes. And one of them is, is supposed to be easier than what I was playing. So I can't imagine what that would be if it if it's actually easier than what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what the final version looks like. I'm going to get my hands on it. I've already downloaded the demo. I just didn't have time to play it just yet. But uh I'm going to give it a go this weekend along with Damon X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. And we have Tetris that we can play some more of and get some. Yeah. So I, uh, 
I think that's you know we gave it the full rundown. What do you, what are some of your final thoughts then overall? Did you like it? Is there anything that where you just feel like oh I need this right now? Is there something that was missing that you wished was there? Yeah, for me overall, I think that this was kind of a perfect direct. I mean, they said they were going to talk about Fire Emblem. They gave five minutes to Fire Emblem overall um, and announce a whole bunch of different stuff in general. So. I think that was really solid. There was tons of games sort of for everyone, even in the Disney game that was announced. Uh, Box Boy, which I thought was super cool. Box Boy, Box Girl, super nice. And some updates to his ex- existing games. So I think it was a little bit for everyone. And it's nice to get this because I feel like they don't really need to do another direct before uh, before E3. I feel pretty confident like for the next three and a half, four months of content coming that we're kind of good to go, to be honest. I mean, would like to know when, you know, the Zelda game's coming or how far, far along it is. Is it winter? Is it mm-hmm. you know, September? But maybe they'll just talk about that at E3. So that seems fine. What about for you? Yeah, I, I was pretty happy with it. I mean, there's a couple third-party games that I'm super excited for. And so and, and in some ways, more excited than anything else is for some of these third-party games. Um, my Time at Porsche is something that's, I think it's My Time at Porsche is supposed to be coming out. It's currently on Steam right now, PC only, but it is going to be released into consoles this spring is what they're saying, according to Twitter. And if you like... Uh, Stardew Valley, it would be a game that you would love, except it's more of in the art style of the current Pokemon game. So it's definitely more updated and it just looks wonderful. And everything I've seen on it, the couple of streams I've watched people playing it, everything I've seen, I, it makes me want it more and more. And it's very, it's getting very hard for me to wait for it because I'm super excited for that one. Uh, I, I would love to know when, when Zelda is going to be coming out. It looked Based on the trailer, I mean, that could have been just a ton of effort in one level or, or, you know, 30 seconds, but it looks it looks awesome. I don't know how, you know, it's not like some of these other games where they mentioned Bayonetta. Hey, we're hard at work. We don't have anything to show. We're just hard at work. Okay, that gives, tells me you're not, you know, there's nothing to show yet. Whereas this one, they had footage, they had game footage. So I think Bayonetta 3, I think Metroid Prime Trilogy, those are all going to be E3s. Um, you know, Animal Crossing, which has a few thought, those are all E3. I think we have a ton to play up until then. So f- right now, I'm happy. Nice. I'm happy if you're happy and that's all that matters. And yeah, let let us know what you think, all of our listeners. Uh, head over to NintendoDispatch.com. That's where you can subscribe to the pod, see all the other podcasts that we've done. We'll just listen to those on loop if you want to, especially all of our old bonus podcasts. Uh, you know, we, we should do more bonuses from here and there. And now that we're live streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Dispatch, we're gaming, we're recording the podcast on Sunday. You can tune in, you can interact with us. Got a lot of people in the chat, such as Boy Blunder, giving us uh, some ideas like the Tetris Supply Drops. So that's kind of fun uh, <laughs> to interact with people. We're really enjoying uh, getting this whole thing into a real production. So hit us up on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. I'm at James Montemagno, at MS Rivette. We hope that you enjoyed this bonus round of Nintendo Dispatch. So until next time, this has been your Dispatch.